You are listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZWLP Conroe and 106.1 KZCCLP Conroe and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. Thanks for checking out this recording on Lone Star Community Radio. This is Dick, the general manager of Lone Star Community Radio, and I wanted to give you a quick reminder of what's going on with us for the month of September. A new show has been added to our lineup. The Good News with Ted Cox is going to be on Tuesdays from 1 to 3 p.m. during our Talk Block. And also joining the Talk Block is going to be Mornings with Lone Star. Every weekday from 10 to 11 a.m., Mornings with Lone Star will extend their normal programming from music into talk. That's right. Starting from now on, from 8 to 11 a.m., Mornings with Lone Star. First two hours, music, talk, fun. And then from 10 to 11, more nitty-gritty talk radio for you. Also extending their time slot is going to be our favorite Saturday morning show, Grit and Grace. They're going to be extending their hours from 8 to 10 a.m. every Saturday morning for you. Also, the last reminder is we still have plenty of talk slots available for those who want to be a talk show host and also volunteer DJs for music. If you're interested in those kind of things, please let the studio know at lscrstudios at gmail.com or call the station at the message line at 936 647 3776. Thanks again for checking out Lone Star Community Radio and I hope you enjoyed the show. Welcome back to Mornings with Lone Star with Dick and Skippy. It's the talk block. Uh, bravely being the first station in the Tri-County area to play ABBA in the morning. We also got Jake in the studio with us. Morning, man. Good morning, everybody. You've been missing a good uh, good show so far, unless you tuned in to us on 104.5, 106.1 on your FM dial, or IRLoneStar.com, or the app. It's been a great morning so far. We've talked about many things. We talked about cops is coming to uh, oh, Montgomery yes. County. We're going to yeah. try and get uh, Sheriff Rand Henderson to, to see if this is a good thing or not. Well, I, I heard about it, so I, I'm really excited. I kind of want to be on the show. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jake, you're young, so I, you could be one of those drunk dudes. Yeah, they'll blur out your we'll, face, so no we'll, one will. Well, we know could who do. You are. The, this is the plan. We'll go to the corner pub, get you just good and toasty, and then go to a higher establishment across the street, which is the the you know the brick the brick uh, tavern red, red, red brick, brick tavern because uh-huh. they'll call the cop they don't call the cops on you. At the corner pub, it's a cool place. But Redbrook will call the cops on you immediately, and then we'll just kind of throw you around a little bit, just kind of like shake you up like a soda can, and then we'll open you, and then we'll call the cops, bicycle cops. That's even cooler. And do you think they pump each other on the back of the bike? The the, the camera crew like right on the back of the you know what I'm talking about? I mean, you, yeah, they may have those tandems. The you know Daisy Daisy bicycle bill for two. That would be awesome to see that go down. Man, imagine <laughs> and Jake's just sitting there like, don't touch me. Don't touch me. Don't taser me, man. Don't tase me, bro, but we got to take off a shirt, too, and draw on a couple of badly Well, that's when we, we slip in the uh, the PCP in his drink, and then he gets <laughs> really mean. Well, that's when we drop him off in the woodlands, and we just really watch him beat the snot out of him. What would be hilarious, though, is we're getting ready for the premiere, and it's like they cut him. <laughs> Sorry, man, you you weren't meth enough. I wasn't yeah. meth well, I love how y'all are just throwing me out there for slaughter to the hey, land. Hey, sorry, kid. You can't Well, you're everybody. younger. You're yeah. younger. And usually, I mean, you got to be young or old on that show. There's no, I guess there's in between. You see, the one thing I love about cops is, can you imagine doing the, like, the escaped or the, we got a runner mm-hmm. in a normal, kind of like a, your normal suburban neighborhood? Because the neighbors would not come out. <laughs> like nobody would come out. They'd be like the little blinds would open up. Like nope, nope. And but for some reason on cops, the neighbors always come out and just kind of like, man, it's crazy. Well, you see that? Well, do you see the neighborhoods they go to? It's, it's yeah, that's true. It's also the magic of the video camera. I'm telling you because it's you know I do videos in the off season, and no matter where you are, you whip out a video camera, especially with a light if you're shooting at night, and it like draws everybody like moths. People will like rip across the freeway, jump the medium screech their tires to get right up there hey what are you shooting can i be in it and it, you know it's like has nothing to do with anything and so well you would think that with the technology making cameras smaller people wouldn't be as obvious be like oh they're filming over there but when you have the lights on like can you imagine being the cops crew 
and how much light, like light, how many light bulbs they go through, just like oh, shining it. Like, Can yeah. you imagine the cardio workout they have? Because you're saying it's an age thing. You're right. I'm too young to be the old drunk crotchety guy, you know, the, uh, the, the, the veteran who just has the bad attitude in general. And I'm way too old to be the guy. If I tried running, I would, they would need defib paddles <laughs> half a block away just to, just to, revive me for well i mean they're on their 30th season so you totally you, you know the crew knows people and I, they probably have a pool of betting pool of like <laughs> what's gonna happen to this guy because you know they do follow up see like that's one thing again this the follow-up follow up is the follow-up follow is gonna be the new 2020 big deal for all of media is the follow-up story because that's i mean i've been watching a lot of unsolved mysteries and they do follow-ups <laughs> they actually go back and re-edit those deals with the follow-ups on amazon prime are they still unsolved some of them are. Actually, they, there's a whole Wikipedia dedicated to, like, the follow-ups if they don't do oh, it good. on the show. Cool. So some of them are really depressing, though. Like, some of them well, are really depressing. I mean, you're <laughs> but, talking about life and death here with people's lives, so. Well, not always. Not Someone's not always murdered. Well, kidnapped or? No, know. it's not. Yeah, it's a lot of sometimes. Some of it's, like, finding gold and, like, finding. Uh, there's You know what's really weird is a lot of them have to do with fa uh, missing family members in a sense of a will. Like, this dude died, and somehow, you know, it's that, that standard story. The guy wore the same gym socks and, you know, right. the same routine. Ate, and ate cat food every day. Yeah, and then it turns out to be a millionaire, and, you know, no one can inherit his money. So they're looking for whoever can inherit the million dollars. <laughs> I'm your Huckleberry. So, but no, that show is actually a very good show. It's very entertaining. What's the name of it? Uh, Unsolved Mysteries. You need to check it out. Like It's it's not the same one that Robert Stack used yeah, to Yeah, no, oh, they, they re-released... Or it, not re-release. They they released the Robert Stack episodes mm -hmm. on Amazon Prime. Oh, okay. So you I can used watch, to watch them. That. I mean, yeah. but they also went back in them and did the follow-up. So because in the, in the TV days of when it was running live, what they would do is they do an episode, and if you have any information regarding this unsolved mystery, you call, and then maybe by the time of next season, Every at the, now and at then the end of the episode, like update, and yeah, they'd be I like, remember those? those and are it, cool. they would run the updates. Well, now they actually interject them in the actual episode. So you can get the update right then and there oh, instead awesome. of waiting. I'm the, still going to watch that. So uh, it's very entertaining. And the stories, like that is a wealth of information to write any TV movie stuff. Like some of the stuff is absolutely bonkers. And uh, you, Jake, you need to check it out. If you have an Amazon Prime account, highly suggest it. It's some of it's some of the most interesting, creepy stories. Are you a fan of the ID channel? I was just about to talk about that. My mom has that like. 24 7 and i told her if, if dad ever goes missing you are they're gonna look at your tv habits and <laughs> you are going to jail <laughs> you'll be the number one suspect it's, it's basically you, you know murdered uh, family members and stuff but they have this one show on I, I can't watch any of the other ones but there's one called um see no evil okay yeah, and it's yeah, a yeah. show where it's, it's missing people or mysteries and it's how they find cctvs and kind of tr try to solve the crime and uh through Doing the videos and yeah. saying, okay, here's a shadow here. And 99 times out of 100, it's, you know, unfortunately a dead body. But they have this one episode where, because um, you interview the, the family members and they're talking, oh, it was a really bad day. And they got the girl and she was still alive. She was in the trunk of a car. And the cops, like, raided the car and got her out. And all of a sudden she's there in the interview process. And it was like a really feel-good episode. You know, usually I tuned in for the the Shoyden fraud of just watching, of you know, seeing how many bodies showed up this time. Uh, but yeah, investigate discovery is that, that is that how it's phrased? Yeah, investigated just uh, the ID channel. Uh, watch us, see no evil if it's still on. Good show. I like that one. It just seems like a channel you would enjoy, Dick. With lots I of, do lots of murdered people. On I it. like stupid stuff. Well, yeah, it's <laughs> filled with people that you know at their stupidest. I mean, they have ransom one episodes and unsolved mysteries, and that's that's interesting because you find out like why. And this is real. These are real stories, by the way. Like this, this is this is not Judge Judy. What really, real. really, what got how they became famous was Robert Stack being really creepy, and then he was Elliot Ness. What are you talking about? Well, he just looks so serious. In he that was coat. untouchable, and uh, so they had him as a host, Jake. And then number two is they did the best reenactments possible, and that was actually a question I always had on the show. Is sometimes in these reenactments, they would actually get somebody who was directly connected with the mystery. So either it be the police chief or like the officer in question or the one time they even had the killer. Uh, they interviewed the killer or supposed killer, which is pretty crazy. But the, you have to ask, like, why would you even partake in the unsolved mystery of the reenactment? Like, for example, oh, my grandmother died. Let's reenact the scene that they found the body 
and it's actually the the granddaughter in the reenactment. And I'm like, really? <laughs> She's reenacting when she found her dead grandma? Like that is so jacked up. And uh, but it's very entertaining. <laughs> anything? Will, anybody will do anything for a little coin here and there? Well, that's what I was wondering. I don't. I mean, would you think they get paid for that? They have to get. Compensated. You have to get paid scale on it. So it's it's nice to not. Is think, that but, one of those like Writers Guild America yeah, kind of things? It truly really yeah. is. That's that's why there are actual sounds you can make that determine whether you get paid or not as as an extra or background extra. Because I've been in a couple of movies as as an extra. And you can laugh, grunt, burp. You know, there's this actual list of what you can do, and it's not counted as a line where they have to pay you money. And a lot of extras make this fatal mistake of the like, hey, I'm going to say something, and they're going to have to pay me. And what happens is you, you try to say something, they will cut you out of, and blacklist you. Now, does it only have to do with the final product? Yeah, because if, if, um, if you even do it on, on the footage... Basically, that's footage that was not yours to change the script on, as it were. Okay. So you've, That's interesting. So final product or not, the fact that you're hired to stand there and not make a sound, and if you make a sound, you have, in their eyes, catastrophically failed your one job, just like the Titanic lookout. <laughs> you had that one job, man, and uh, you, they will they will cut you out. So I actually had fun being uh, an extra in some movies, and, you, you know, I'm great at, you know, they're on screen for two seconds or something. And uh, one day I'll tell you the great story uh, with Tim Matheson, uh, who's you know, big on the West Wing, Yeah, the actor. Uh, because of him, I was in a movie with him, so I'm two degrees from Kevin Bacon because he was an animal house. Yeah. Two degrees from Kevin Bacon. Yeah, that's me. Yeah, you laugh, Jake. Uh, how many degrees are you, my young friend? A lot. A lot. Yeah, a lot <laughs> more. Uh, but Matheson was awesome. Well, uh, we're going to take a quick break here on Mornings with Lone Star. Thanks for joining us. We'll be back. we got till about 11 o'clock to shoot the breeze. And have fun with Jake from Sports Talk. We got Skippy and me. That's us. So stick around. We'll be right back. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Between the Crichton Theater and the Owen Theater, Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner along with tasty treats and Italy's favorite coffee. Have your favorite coffee or just have a midday snack be personally delivered to you at any location in downtown Conroe. All you have to do is call 936-CONROE-C or 936-266-7632. We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at conroecoffee.com. We are back with Mornings on Lone Star with Dick, Skippy, and Jay talking about some, uh, well, some stuff that's going on. And uh, right now, we actually been having a debate here, with, you know, with our bumper music, if we should play Maria. And I'm thinking too soon. Maria is about is hitting Puerto Rico, which already got nailed already. So we're sending out warm fuzzies to the, our friends in Puerto Rico. Hope you guys hunker down, and make it through, okay. Uh, but it does lead us to a, a point, Dick, that we were talking about earlier: the politicizing of disasters, especially when they're still happening. Um, you know, I have many, many friends of all over the political spectrum, conservative, liberal, and I have some that coin, oh, her, these hurricanes are proving that, you know, climate change is, is real and it's, and it's going to kill us all. And, and if you don't believe it, you're just stupid. And A, I think it's too soon. B, I think it's premature in the sense of not, not too soon, but just premature that. So if next year, if we don't have too many hurricanes, then climate change has stopped. It's A, doesn't necessarily go to B, but this is not the point now to be talking about, you know, as, as Puerto Ricans are getting nailed by 175 mile an hour winds. So that's like terminal velocity to say, well, see, now we have climate change. We told you so, told you so. I think that's the, the wrong time for it. Let, let's, let's get through the disaster. Let's let the experts weigh in. Well, you know, you look at what do people want from the climate change reaction because I feel like it's one of those topics that you won't really know until it's too late in a sense. And when I say too late, I mean like not like the asteroids are hitting the earth or something like that, but it's more of like what can we do to fix it? Well, we're there's people out there doing more and more every day company-wise. Absolutely. Now, what do, what do you think is a reasonable response to 
climate change? Because are they asking if they prove all the things that people like? I'm saying the most outlandish thing they've claimed. Say it's true. What as a nation do we do about it? Unless we're like no more cars, like something drastic. I believe. I feel like that's the only answer is drastic. Well, <clears throat> for instance, I used to work in the oil and gas industry. Yeah. And people are like, oh, we're going to run out of oil and gas one day. We will never run out of oil because technology will progress with electric cars and hybrid cars and alternate fuel sor sources that you won't need as much oil. So it won't be blitzed through as, as easily. So there will be oil for the next thousand years. You know, we will never run out of energy. There are other sources. We kind of joked the other day on The Matrix where Agent Smith was saying, you know, humans are a virus. Yeah. But, you know, and you can't affect natural resources on a global scale. You can't have seven, eight billion people on a planet and not affect something. Something. <laughs> However, Everyone's you look at. defecating on yards. Right. Yeah. Uh, pooping. Hashtag pooping jogger. Look it up. Jake. Hashtag pooping jogger. Pooping jogger. Well, we hope it's hashtag because we, we made it up. But it was a lady pooping while she jogged. But um, back to you know climate change and global warming. Um, yeah, I believe that you can't help but affect. But look at the you know ten years ago, the inconvenient truth. All these oh, by now we should have no more polar ice caps. By now all the polar bears are dead. By now well, that's New what York I was saying. The, the slippery slope of making those claims and then not having you don't take it seriously. But here's the thing: I'm open to the possibility of climate change. But I, you know, I am branded a denier because I'm not going. Oh, we must stop all well, carbon. I think that's also the the high mind got control of the word, mm -hmm. and then the word changed its meaning because I mean, it's funny that certain areas in the in the climate, like certain areas in the, around the world, are changing, and it's not just one drastic change like in day after tomorrow or something like that. And that'd be surreal if it was something like that. But uh, well, it has to be in the movies because it's not happening in real life. You know, they're saying in recorded history, this is the biggest storm. We've only been recording storms for you know 150 years. Yeah, we have no idea what ha was happening in the 1700s. Yeah, um, especially here, you know, in the Gulf of Mexico, it just did not exist for us. And um, so I think there's a lot of chicken little going on around it. Sky's falling because you have to. We have to act now. And I think it's a lot of it's economically driven. I think it's a lot of it's politically oh, of driven. Of course. And triple uh, A, they want to keep those tires do, on the do road. Do we want to tie triple A into this one? Because well, is they want to keep core. the tires on the road, so they need cars. Okay, so I, cars is a big argument about climate change. So are cows. You know what? I, I, may, so, have to, I may have to hop on board. You this know, one. The, we got the vegetarians, and we got triple A working together, yeah. or against each other, I guess. Against each other. Okay. Yeah, I think they're against each other. J Jake, were you here yesterday when you found out that on Monday? Yes. Triple A's calling. Yeah, we'll, we'll ask him about it. I yeah, heard. I'm, I'm excited about it. But to hop on the on the climate change, my, my perspective is, is that, yes, there's obviously some form of climate change going on because it's never stopped. Mother Earth has constantly- There's always a change. Had change going on. And, and sometimes it's more gradual than, you know, what, and, and it's always gradual in the grand scheme of things. You know, planet Earth has been around for how many, you know, billions of years? And 6,000. We still have. Oh, done. wait, sorry, wrong, wrong. We don't really know. <laughs> and so, really but I mean, that's my point. We we, we were never always well, in this what, state. What does it take, though? My question is, what does it take to actually convince people? Because there's not a sole body representing the truth in this argument where everyone's like, let's wait until this group gets all their facts straight and then present something. Because, again, like it's so it's such a huge topic that there's not a single answer that can sit down and globally explain everything to everybody. You've got to get rid of the chicken little knee-jerk reaction. The well, if especially not, how you started this conversation, like it's kind of crazy. Somebody would yeah, start right now, about and it. and uh, a like a dear friend of mine was like leading that charge, and I you know opted not to respond, but it's like hurricanes do not equal <laughs> climate change necessarily. Now I say this with absolutely zero science degrees on the wall. Well, behind that's what me. that's what everyone's doing. But everyone is, all, you know, when they say 97% of all scientists agree, you can't get four, five out of five dentists to agree that sugar-free gum is good for your teeth. A scientist is a nuclear physicist, is a mechanical engineer. You cannot say. Well, what, what did you say yesterday? 76.3% of all statistics are made up? On the spot. Well, that's it's, right. well, it's almost like how we should approach it, how we as a, a nation approach game management for livestock and uh, basically anything that's in parks and things like that. Because... 
when someone noticed, hey, if we just eat deer in this area, the deer population is going to die. So we have to develop a system to bring it back, the ecosystem back, mm-hmm. and balance it out. And, I mean, maybe that's something that instead of looking at it as like a hammer and a nail and just keep hitting things, maybe we should just try to figure out how to maintain what is good. Like what, what is a positive impact on the, on the planet? So here's one, here's one issue I have with that, though. Are you going to limit me how much I can drive? See, I, that, that's because it's, it, it's not necessarily down to the detail of that. It's more of like, why do we have to restrict people? Why don't we encourage a, a shift? Well, that's how they do it with hunters. They they say, hey, look, you can only ki- kill X yeah. amount of deer this year, and in this area, and that's how they figure out how to maintain it. Yeah, so that would the, the I guess the equal comparison there would be to say, yeah, you can only you know drive this amount, otherwise you have to take public transit. Or conversely, you can only drive. 55 or 70. I mean, there are kind of yeah. laws based on that for the greater good. And I know it's sometimes that's a slippery slope. You know, what is who determines what the greater good is? Um, well, we also have to look at the foundation of each community because each community is different. So, for example, telling that to a New Yorker, they won't care because they don't drive. But telling that to a Texan, that's going to be a big issue. Mm-hmm. So it really depends on the community and it really depends on it's it's also the shift. They're always trying to improve things. So it's not saying, hey, for the next twenty five years you only drive for twenty you only drive, you know, a hundred miles a week, if that. Like it's more of like, well, what do, what is our response to our needs in the community? Well, clearly we need transportation here. And we need some type of train. Either that be like electric cars or trains or buses or something that lessens driving, individual driving. Mm-hmm. But when, Oh sorry, go no, ahead. There you go. When civil discourse happens and Kind of tying in yesterday, the 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 glee I got watching Nancy Pelosi just get her butt stomped by the people that were, you know, a week before her friends. It's not fun when it happens to you. When you start chanting and yelling and wearing female body parts as costumes, it's no one takes you seriously. I can't take, on many levels, climate change seriously because, first off, it's called global warming until it was proven temperatures were dropping in many areas. And, oh, well— the cooling proves global warming, but we're going to call it climate, climate change. change. And as I said, w- when I was growing up, it was acid rain. It was the ozone hole that every every decade there's something that's going to kill us. And we need to do the follow-ups. How's the ozone hole going? No one can tell you. And so with civil discourse, if we got rid of the Al Gore's of the, I'm going to fly this jet all around the world to say how you have to have a zero carbon footprint, <laughs> I can't take him seriously. When this movie says well, yeah, the polar bears are di- there's a cartoon of a polar bear dying. They can, you lead by example in this situation. They came out with a second one of uh, of them, that movie. Right, yeah. And and I haven't seen it or heard any reviews on it yet. but uh, Nor I, but it's funny because they're like, well, it's because we've done the good work so far that we still have the Arctic. Uh, circle. It's, I got to take it seriously. If you want to convince me of climate change, don't scream in my face that I'm a denier or don't say, well, there's a hurricane in the Gulf, therefore it's climate change. No, there have always been hurricanes in the Gulf or the Atlantic or the Pacific. They've always been there. There have been some really bad ones. Sometimes, you, I remember when Inconvenient Truth came out, they were saying there will be more hurricanes and there will be devastating. The next year, literally, I think we had zero hurricanes. Well, the last four years, we've had I've, I have a handful of tropical storms, but nothing really devastating, nothing like what we've seen this year. I mean, this is the first Category 4 that's hit since 2005. Right. Uh, long story short, let's send some happy thoughts out to Puerto Rico and anyone else who's going to get nailed because we're yeah, only Puerto halfway Rico. through the uh, the hurricane season. And, um, you know, my walls haven't gone up yet. I'm, I'm playing it safe. I'm going to wait for a while because if the floods come again, I can just open up the front and black back door and uh, just squeegee through the water. Um but let's, <laughs> let's uh, thank you for getting that. But uh, seriously, thoughts going out to Puerto Rico and everyone else who's in the uh, in the crosshairs of Maria. It, it's hard to believe that we have not even hit the halfway marker of, of the hurricane season. That's that's scary. That's really what's next. Dogs and cats living together. I know. Hysteria. Right? Well, they're being forced to now. Really? You're listening to Lone Star Community Radio. Morning's Lone Star. Hanging out till 11 o'clock. Stick around. Let us know what's going on with you. If you want to talk in, 936-647-3776. Also, MW Lone Star on Facebook. We will be right back for these sponsored messages. 
Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Between the Crichton Theater and the Owen Theater, Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with tasty treats and Italy's favorite coffee. Have your favorite coffee or just have a midday snack be personally delivered to you at any location in downtown Conroe. All you have to do is call 936-CONROE-C or 936-266-7632. We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at conroecoffee.com. Welcome back to Mornings with Lone Star. Don't listen to what the other people say. We are the ones who built this city on rock and roll. Guaranteed. Moving on from... Guaranteed. Guaranteed. Moving on from Maria. Uh, yesterday, President Trump gave a speech. Dick, Jake, what do you guys think about it? Did you listen in on it? Yeah, I saw the, the Cliff Notes. The Cliff Notes version? Um, no. Uh, long story short... Uh, you know, our, our, our last president, previous president, was frequently accused of, of you know, being soft, going on an apology tour, uh, taking the teeth out of the tiger uh, of the United States. And, of course, we have, for good or ill, whatever your thoughts are, the president um, speaks his mind. You rarely have to wonder where he is at any given moment, emotionally mm-hmm. or mentally. He'll, he'll tweet it. <laughs> By golly, he's going to tweet if it. If he doesn't have a microphone in front of him. Yeah. Right. And he's yet to double speak. He's yet to double talk. Uh, on some levels, and I know I'm going to get a lot of flack for this, he's like the kind of president that's usually in the West Wing or a movie about a president that, you know, the everyman. There was a movie where Robin Williams gets elected president due to a computer glitch, and he's kind of like a John Stewart comedian character. Yeah. And um, so we've always wanted in fiction a president who says what he means and means what he says. Now, we've got the current president who it's almost be careful what you wish for, you might get it. But at the speech yesterday— uh, Unapologetic, very forceful, very saying, of course, we have to put ourselves first. Every nation should put themselves first. And people are freaking out. No, we must help the others. But think about it. You're flying on an airplane. I'm sure you've both driven on, been on airplanes before. And the flight attendant will be, okay, exits here. And in the case of cabin pressure, these little parquet margarine cups are going to pop down. And if you're traveling with small kids, what do you do? You put yours on first. Because if you don't take care of your first, yourself first, you could both die. And so it makes sense. If anyone else but Trump had said that, but yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Of course, he said it, so it's it's evil and, you know, self-centered, and it just shows what a narcissist he is. So, you know, there's no... But Netanyahu from, you know, the Israeli prime minister, basically, you know, on his knees, kissing the ring, saying thank you for being, you know, giving this speech, unlike what we've heard in the past. It's signaling a, 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 an America that is unafraid to say, you know, whack job, King jong un you fire one more missile, we are going to wipe you off the map, period. I mean, he just put it in those terms. We will totally destroy you. So did he come out with that speech in, I guess, not just response to the the launching of the missile, but basically to justify why they flew fighter jets? Yes, uh, the the, the speech to the United Nations is is pretty straightforward for a president. Um, It's not quite State of the Union, but it's kind of, this is who I am. He's introducing what this administration is all about to the other nations mm-hmm. of the world. And so sometimes, you know, you can have the olive branch, and I'm not saying Trump right, Obama wrong, nothing like that. Every president has their flavor. And the, uh, Obama opted to go a more conciliatory tone with his speech to the United Nations. Yeah. You know, he got the Nobel Peace Prize, so he tried to propagate that image of I'm a peaceful president, you know, uh, this sect may want to kill thousands of us, but not everybody's like that. You know, so we forgive you. We must think what their mindset is, or, you know, we're sorry that, you know, that we've put ourselves in, in world affairs. And I think we should, Uh, uh, on many levels, I'm kind of libertarian in mindset, but my foreign policy stance is too strong. I think we have a responsibility as the big boy on the block to take care of the others and, and to, to, make sure the rules are followed. And if someone's in distress that's a friend of ours, we help them. If, if someone jacks with us, we don't help them. Yeah. Well, and I, I get it, but are we still the big boy on the block? We're yeah. One of, one of the big three. Yeah. 
Yeah, you, you still think that we we hold enough power and control in this? In this yeah, world? for sure. I think the teeth were were kind of a few teeth were pulled over the last eight years. But think about this. I mean, we're talking beyond size. All the other nations that the superpowers have literally had hundreds, if not thousands, of years of unbroken history to get where they are today. And like you know, I grew up in England, and yeah. so I was able to see churches that are literally a thousand years old, two thousand years old. You, you know that history's there. Um, and so you have China, you know, able to track its dynasties back thousands of years. And Russia, you know, you have uh, the Stalinist purges, the the Bolshevik, Bolshevik revolution, the czars, you know, it goes back thousands of years. We've done this in under 300. Yeah. I'm so not. it's the American spirit, I think. I'm getting all rah-rah here. but rah, rah. Yeah, yeah, rah, rah. But it's the American <laughs> spirit that in less than 300 years, we've accomplished more than what— Well, we're one of the first places to be a land of immigrants— I mean, that's right. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's a whole that's other what, topic. We can talk about that. Well, really, I, mean, I think that correlates to the bond. And then the 300 years we were able to accomplish so much <laughs> is because a lot of the history in those areas, you said, came down to the people. And some of those people didn't like other people and they really treated other people very poorly. And here we still did that in a sense, but it wasn't. It didn't set us back in a sense. No, and we did open the floodgates. Now, I'm all for immigration. I'm all for legal immigration. And I'll, you know. Do the dot, dot, well, dot. I, I, I wasn't even commenting on that. I was just meant more of, if you think of the group of people, the history of Russia going back thousands of years, the people in Russia haven't really dispersed. No other nation in the universe has opened nah, its arms. that's not arms. true. We don't know. Yeah, we I know. I know all. But has <laughs> opened its arms and borders to every, you, you, uh, what was the line from Stripes or something? Bill Murray says, you know, it means our forefathers were kicked out of every decent country in the world. It's true. You know, no other country has welcomed the sheer number of not only immigrants, but different immigrants, north, south, you know, across the ocean, uh, Asian population, Indian population, Native American population, you know, different topic altogether. But there is no one that is not welcome here based on their race or originating nationality. Well, that's one thing. I, you know, you look at this, the UN deal, and it's funny because when you read about it, especially with Trump being everyone reporting every day what he does, I have to think of all the folks who are involved with the UN, UN and how they look for because pretty much everyone gives a speech in a sense. Mm -hmm. So they have the itinerary of the days, like this is when this goes on, this is when that goes on. Uh, it'd be funny to see them, what they think is going to be happening. Like, you know, they're 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 under the table talking, be like, "Hey, you ready for Trump's deal? You ready for what do you think he's going to do? What do you think he's going to do? What do you think, <laughs> you think there's happen? an office pool? And like, oh, yes. especially with like, especially with public information of another country sending missiles over another country, and like they have the the, the gall to come to these events and be part of it. And you're like, everyone's just kind of looking over to him <laughs> and like, Joe, Joe, J Joe, what's <laughs> happening over there? Like, what are you doing? And again, what like because we talked about you know the the technology being straight lined communication today. Because mm -hmm. if you were at war two hundred years ago, you literally had two to three weeks before you heard a response from the person you're going to war at. And you feel bad for those who died after the and, but war. You was have three over. weeks in between going. What do we do? We need a defense to be attacked, or do we not attack? Like why do they attack us? We don't really know. We have to wait three weeks. And I'm like, <laughs> but like that, that's that's crucial. To like that's how people lose their country, and. The uh, I mean, the thing about the Blitzkrieg in Germany, I think a lot of that had to do with the lack of communication between the allied powers because mm -hmm. no one knew what was going on exactly and no one knew where Germany was going to go next. And so that's why everyone kind of got afraid and that's why they kind of let it slide for that long period of time because there was a good period of time where he was just kind of going around doing whatever he wanted over there. and Bit, Bits and pieces. Um, there was a master chess game going on there with, okay, a little bit of Poland here, a little bit of Austria there, yeah. and then you announce it. And unfortunately at the time we had an isolationist position uh, coming off the heels yeah. of World War One, where we had a president that says, it's not our fight. And Which today, I, I mean, it'd be hard to have that to have that answer because yeah. everyone's so in, intertwined together, and especially with the money being involved between countries, mm -hmm. and then also the big stick like on the block where it's expected of us to do something about it. Not only to do something, but think about naming one nation that we've refused to offer any kind of assistance to, ever, in the history of America. Name one country that we've said, you know what, you you 
you just don't deserve our money or our support or anything. In one way or another. In one way or the other. Literally, there is no one, no other nation that we haven't offered out to. And in return, some of them take it and then dog on America. And that's what Trump was saying yesterday is like, if you dog us, you're not going to get our help. I mean, just like in a normal social situation or an office environment, you know, if you have that guy who just dogging on everybody, you're not inviting him to lunch. Again, like you got those folks over there going like, what's he going to say? What's he going to say? Joe over here is screwing with everybody. And we got this other guy. We got Bill. He's this insane guy. He's going to go on there and talk to us about. He's the crazy boss. He's the crazy man. He's the crazy boss. Get out of here, kid. He's crazy when he's like this. I don't know. Throw trash cans everything. Especially with the the language barrier. Oh. Because, like, I can't imagine transcribing Donald Trump's speeches for for another language. Not It's weird because, you know, his dialogue is very you cannot blunt. google translate this because the nuance behind it um well and he's never he, he speaks like no other president before him he and goes they, off teleprompter and you know that that gives people just heart attacks right there and so there's no like because usually you got the president that he stands upright and he gives this you know confident speech no trump is just he's in your face and he's powerful about it and and the the yeah the nuances about it well he reminds me translate. he reminds me of the person who doesn't communicate with you until he's upset and he's like, here's the deal. Foot down. Here's the deal. Uh-huh. Here's the deal. And he's in a couple of speeches that are, like, uplifting. He's not saying, like, the buck I, stops here. I think yesterday was actually very uplifting on many levels that he's like, okay, we've been kind of wishy-washy. Now we're not. This is how this it is. This is the UN. But this, he is, also, this is what it's supposed to be. But Because I, I know he went off teleprompter yesterday. He had to have. At one point, he said something. Then he finished it off with, well, believe when he, when, me. When he does the okay symbol, that's when he's going off teleprompter. That's, oh, okay. That's, I it, thought it was like a— That's, that's, his, tell. that's, that's a, his tick that like helps him keep in his mind of like— Because in American Sign track. Language, that's a dirty, dirty yeah, uh, word. Yeah, maybe that's— <laughs> Man. But, so, go ahead. I was about to say, he said, believe me. Now, not only does that off teleprompter, but try translating that to someone who does— You know, when an American says, believe me. That means something, mm-hmm. that if you just wrote it down in, in a general sense, you don't get that. So the interpreters must have the handful. I mean, it's, it's, I just, that'd be so funny to be just hanging out there. This will be a, a fun four years. I'm really excited for it. If not, not boring. Not boring. No. Hey, let's see Morning's Lone Star here on IRLoneStar.com, MW Lone Star on Facebook. Let us know what you think of what we're talking about. Don't forget, if you're just now joining us and you miss the beginning, we podcast and YouTube all of our shows on Google Play and also iTunes and YouTube. We'll be right back. we got a couple more minutes with Mornings with Lone Star. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Between the Crichton Theater and the Owen Theater, Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner along with tasty treats and Italy's favorite coffee. Have your favorite coffee or just have a midday snack be personally delivered to you at any location in downtown Conroe. All you have to do is call 936-CONROE-C or 936-266-7632. We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at ConroeCoffee.com. We're back, man. We're getting all like political and stuff like today. This is awesome. The but the reviews of the show do not reflect necessarily Lone Star reflect. Radio. You got to say necessarily, necessarily reflect, reflect because you may it may reflect. Uh, hey, we got to do a follow up. Uh, so yesterday we had like a flat out ghost story. Happen. Oh yeah. Okay. So uh, Jake, were you here for that? Or did you hear about this? No. <laughs> so I got a text message from a girlfriend, and she did she dump you finally? Well, she. <laughs> Yeah. Please. Oh, is this please. the, is this the uh, alleged no. girlfriend? Yeah, the alleged girlfriend. I, uh, See, this is, I use it as an anchor for my stories. So it's like people kind of believe it more when I say, oh, my girlfriend. It's like Hannah Youngman's wife, you know, take my wife, please. He wasn't married. <laughs> well, she texted me and her neighbor was asking her to be quiet because so much noise is coming up from her apartment. Okay. Well, it turns out she was asleep the whole time. She's been working hard or whatever, and she's not necessarily a loud person. So she got really spooked because she's like, somebody's in the apartment. And uh, this happened again this morning. She attacks like, hey, can you please keep it down? And she's like, it's not me. Like, you got to understand, it's not me. 
I'm not like I'm not even there. <laughs> like she because she was coming up here. And uh, what, what was great about it, and I told her it was like, you know, it's probably there's three apartments in this house, so it's probably a new one, probably a new one, or it's some homeless dude walking around, you know, being loud. Yeah. And somehow because your mind messes with you most of the time. Because you, you kind of fill in the pieces with your – I don't know. There's actually a condition, I bet, that's called like you know your brain fills it in with its own imagination with stuff. Well, anyway, guess what happened? It was new neighbors moving in, and I, they're already – I can already smell the issue because they're loud. No <laughs> guess or no well, ghosts? they were uh, – and how's the nicest way of putting this? Uh, they were – They were loud? They were, you know, holding hands, you know. That's, oh, they were, they were uh, holding hands. They were little early morning delight. Yeah, they were holding hands, ah. and uh, yeah. Ah. <laughs> so, I didn't get that reference. Yeah, we know you didn't. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're welcome we're, to mornings at lunchtime. <laughs> 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 really showing your age there, Jake. <laughs> yeah, well, you don't know Starlight Express Afternoon Delight. Oh my god, we gotta learn this boy. That's a uh, uh, bumper music for tomorrow. There you go. Afternoon uh, Delight. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> but um, we still need to call in the uh, the, the Ghostbusters you were talking about. Uh, South Southeast somebody. Southeast Texas Ghost Hunters. Ghost Hunters Southeast Texas. There yeah. we go. Yeah, we we got to bring them in just just. They were so on, we can they were on the it. air probably like four years ago. You can probably check it out on our old archive. Way back. Well, Way back. Thanks for ruining all the fun I had yesterday. I thought we had like a ghost thing going on and it's I, noisy. Well, because what I didn't tell Jake was in between finding out is I stayed there and I heard something too, but I didn't tell Holly because why would you tell her? And just freak, freak her out. And uh, and I thought I was having a night terror, and it's like you just kind of ignore those things. But well, if that's what were you hearing? Because now that we know what was making the sounds, <laughs> I'm kind of worried about. Well, I was heard. I heard crashing. That's what I heard. <laughs> yeah, baby. So everything's kind of <laughs> making sense. But uh, what what's a night terror? Night terror is is it's a is night, it different than a nightmare? It's a nightmare, but it's also when you're awake. Oh. It's like halfway. Uh, it's, it's a fugue state uh, that where you're you're unsure you're in that little like la la land between being awake and asleep where some, your brain will take over like you can hear a small sound and and your 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 brain will magnify it and, and give it something that you're sort of dreaming and it could it could really jack with you. That's crazy. I've never had one of those. Count yourself lucky, my friend. Yeah, because imagine a nightmare, but imagine the nightmare actually happening. <laughs> like in the real world, like because I I wake up and I'm like running around trying to figure it out, and then like two minutes later I'm like, oh, I'm dreaming. Oh, it's like paranormal <laughs> activity for realsies. But uh, so, so yeah, so, so no ghosts. I you know well, we don't know that. Well, I think the ghosts actually well, hired these people. To, so so Holly does this huge research about the house. 1920s when this house was built. Uh -huh. So she's like, it's it's haunted. Like and because what it, what happened was they built the house and for like ten years it lived in, and then for a while it was basically an abandoned house. And if you have an abandoned house in downtown Houston, I mean, people are the defecating jogger isn't the only problem. You're having. <laughs> and hashtag uh, poopy dropper. Yeah, that's a real story. You need to check it out in Colorado. I already did. It's, I already I mean, did. That's a real deal. Uh, can't wait to see the Snapchats. But uh, <laughs> but it was, it was interesting. I, I, I'm kind of concerned a little bit still. When I told her, I was like, you know, we never actually walked the property because it's a relatively interesting little house in this middle of this metropolis. Because it is a house built in the 1920s, and surrounding mm -hmm. it are those town, new townhomes right. and stuff. So, and it's gated. Uh, one of the most interesting things they did there is they took out the yard and they just put rocks. So imagine like a normal backyard, but with just rocks. Well, they they and, keep the ghosts away, don't they? Yeah, I mean, you could hear. Well, it's easier to bury people, I guess. I'm not really sure, but uh, <laughs> good point. But you never know. We, we got to call these uh, South. Southeast Texas Ghostbuster guys. We, we got to get them in we'll there. We'll get them on. Hall just, Halloween remote or something. I mean, do you really believe in ghosts? Or do you, because when you ask people that, it's not a yes or no question, similar to all those topics we've been talking about today. But do you, if you had to sum it up, yes or no, and we don't need to interpret anything, just yes or no, it's all I want, is do you believe in the supernatural? Yes. Jake? No. Okay. I, I mean, I don't know. I, cool. I We're going to arm wrestle later on. This is awesome. I, you know what? I'm going to be cheap, and I'm just going to say I want to believe. You okay, want to yeah. believe? Okay, Mulder. I mean, no, that really, that that made me think about that concept of what it what it meant was, what, it, what does it mean I want to believe? And I really like that show for telling me, like, that statement really means a lot when you start understanding what he where he was coming from. Because really, I mean, that's just, I want to. 
I think there's uh, more than just the five senses, yeah. and, I, and I'll leave it at that. I got some bad news for you, man. Oh shoot! Because we're talking about uh, you know boxers and stuff. I know boxing is your gig. No, I just talk about it sometimes. I don't know anything about boxing. I just like. Well, it. now you just People dampened get, my news. Oh, what's here. the bad news? Jake Lamada, who you know, uh, De Niro played that. Yeah. In Raging Bull, passed away. Well, it was coming. Well, yeah, dude's ninety five, <laughs> but <laughs> but still. <laughs> I mean, he got hit in the face. It came as a shock to him. <laughs> yeah, I got in the face and made it to 95. That's that's what we call badass in the industry here. Yeah. Here's the humanizing uh, reaction of, of Dick over here. Well, it's, it was coming. Like, that's so... It was a joke. I know it was, but... But uh, Jake LaMotta has passed away in 95, so... Uh, well, hopefully people will remember him and watch Raging Bull, because that's a well-made movie. Raging Bull will make a comeback, I'm sure. A remake? Uh, oh, yeah, you don't why, remake why, a, you're the person who does that. You're the person who puts those seats in those movie people. <laughs> Let's make a remake of a movie that no one ever wants a remake of Raging Bull. I why would anyone want a remake of that <laughs> I movie? defy anyone to remake anything that De Niro was in. Okay. Why? I, well, he's De Niro. I mean, it's Hell, like, Bad Grandpa. We can remake that Okay, one. we can remake Bad Grandpa. <laughs> well, I thought they were going to come out with a second one with that. I was very disappointed they didn't. <laughs> The movie's a little There's weird. just no justice anymore, is there? No gra- bad grandpa, too. I'm I'm sorry, Jake. No justice. The world's so unkind. That's so funny. <laughs> but no, it, it is sad when that kind of stuff happens. And yeah. I wonder if he donated his body. That'd be interesting. We can look into that. But uh, yeah, because there was a report that came out. Uh, I'm gonna look it up real quick. That mm-hmm. kids who play football under 12 will develop ba- brain injuries. Did you know? Did you know that? Isn't that crazy? Yes, I knew that. I mean, well, that. That explains I'm, much. I, I'm a result of that. <laughs> I had that, a I had a brain injury when I was when I was little from playing football. That explains the uh, the lack of awareness <laughs> when people hold hands in the morning. Well, uh, plenty uh, of people uh, do that. <laughs> That's a normal thing. <laughs> off the air, we'll discuss our various brain injuries. One more thing I want to talk about yeah, real quick. We got five uh, minutes. Okay, my uh, um, my mother is what one might call a luddite. If you don't know what that means, it's someone who just is not oh, technologically yeah. uh, proficient at all. She calls computers computer machines, and uh, when you get strange about that, hmm. is no one ever called them computer machines. So she it, does. so it wasn't like when she was younger and the first computer came out, they weren't saying, "Have you seen the new computer machine?" She just made that up. She made it up. And the mouse is the clicky thingy. The clicky thingy. The clicky thingy. I kid you not. I've spent, if I charged for IT services with my mother, I'd be rich right now. I'd be getting the the late calls. I remember many years ago, um, there was a problem with her VHS, and I was on the phone with her long distance for an hour before I realized that it was the clock flashing 12 because it had been unplugged. (laughs) But... Kudos to my mom, who still is the last holder of a flip phone, got herself an Amazon Echo yesterday. Oh, really? And one, you know, Alexa, So she did it on her own? She did it on her own. She called me after the fact saying, I spent this much on it. Was that a good price? And I'm like, yes, it was. I'm looking through my uh, uh, eBay list or Amazon list. Uh, so I set her up on the Echo yesterday. And because she literally has a zero internet footprint. What was her interest in getting an Echo? Uh... As she and my dad, my my dad is uh, uh, elderly. Yeah, he's 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 a very strong ninety four, but they have you know a lot of doctor's appointments or memory issues, and so it's like remind me to do this. Uh, a lot of it is reminders or just. How do you set that up through Echo? Do you do it on a computer or do you do it like, hey, you tell me in three hours I got to take my pills? Well, here's where the joke, the punchline is: it's you do it through an Amazon account, and. Uh, and so I have one, and my mother having the zero internet footprint, I set it up on my account. And you download the app on your phone. You can do it on the computer. Right. But the byproduct of this is anything she's doing on her Echo is ending up on my phone. <laughs> so I woke up this morning, and I feel kind of like voyeuristic a bit, but I'm finding out what she was doing all night long on her Echo. All night long. <laughs> yeah, well, funny you should mention that. Lionel Richie was part of it. It's, I'm finding out her the, the song, you, I can see Whoa, my mother's song. you can song. do that? Yeah. Totally going to do that. Right? Because didn't you set your mom up on, a, yeah, on an Echo? Yeah, I, well, I don't get her notifications because well, she has her own account. I do, so I'm, I'm praying, like, mom's not listening right now. I if was, you are mom, I love you. I but. was trying to figure out how to screw with her with it because I feel like if I did reminders... And like, you know, randomly throughout the day, it would be like, go off like, Mary, don't forget. 
here's what you can do. If, if you have your own Echo, and you, you can communicate with her Echo directly. And, like, a well, speaker, like, like a speaker system? Yes, yeah, like, hey, Alexa, tell mom's Echo, look out, and <laughs> it'll do it. Oh, yes. And it'll say, message from... Dick's Echo. Yeah, Look just, out. Just change the name on the app to, you know, unknown or something or FBI surveillance fans. The one, the one above. <laughs> the one from the, the one above. Get out. So, Mom, I, I look forward to uh, uh, guiding you through your Alexa journey. That's pretty cool. Here. I want to check one of these out. Now, what's the bigger one? She, uh, she, uh, the, what's the difference between the big one and the small one? Uh, the Echo is the, is the tall one. It's, it's like... Dot a, is the small one. Yeah. Okay, what's the difference, though? Just because... I think uh, aesthetics, it's like the Amazon, uh, not the Amazon, the, the iPod Nano and the, the the different models. Well, they do the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if there's maybe, there might be a memory difference. Could be memory difference. A lot of it's aesthetics. I think it's a lot of it. Hers is, it looks, it looks like the. I mean, uh, like the double fit. the price though, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. She got it. She got it for a good deal, but the price is more, but it seriously looks like a black one of those uh, fifth element. Yeah. Uh, the element, uh, the yeah, element pillars. The, right. Those pillars there. Because I really am going to try to figure out a way I can just mess with people with this. Let's start jacking with our mothers who are on Amazon Echo now. Well, we're wrapping up today's show. Thank you to our show sponsor, uh, Conroe Coffee. Not Mornings Lone Star, but that Conroe Coffee. Uh, Check them out next uh, next door here in downtown Conroe. Delicious coffee. Mm -hmm. And uh, Sean and I will be back tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. And then thanks for Jake for tuning in. He is Jake from Sports Talk. Going to be on today at 1 o'clock. You can also subscribe to his podcasts on Google Play and iTunes and, of course, YouTube. If you missed today's show, we will be podcasting our own very shortly, so make sure to subscribe. Uh, coming up tomorrow, we're just going to be hanging out, talking more. And then don't forget, on Monday, we're going to have our AAA interview. Uh, coming up next is going to be a replay of Nathan Arizai's Montgomery County Lifestyle. He will be returning to uh, the studio tomorrow, so stick around for that. You're listening to Lone Star Community Radio. We are Montgomery County's community radio station. We'll talk to you later. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Between the Crichton Theater and the Owen Theater, Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with tasty treats and Italy's favorite coffee. Have your favorite coffee or just have a midday snack be personally delivered to you at any location in downtown Conroe. All you have to do is call 936-CONROE-C or 936-266-7632. We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at conroecoffee.com. Thanks for checking out this podcast of Lone Star Community Radio, Montgomery County's community radio station. If you enjoyed this recording, make sure to check out our past shows online at IRLoneStar.com or their respective video or podcast formats on YouTube, Google Play, or iTunes. If you have any questions regarding the show, either it being about sponsorships or questions for the host, contact the station manager at D-I-C-K at IRLoneStar.com or call the station at 936 647 3776. This show was recorded in downtown Conroe, Texas at the Lone Star Community Radio Studio. And Lone Star Community Radio reserves all rights to this recording and images.